written by Speedweed. When I the one and only. When I need uh, something to pick me up, but also bring me down, we know who to call. Good evening, Troublemakers. Welcome to episode 45 of the Laser Comb Podcast, the show where we comb through random episodes of classic TV series with a fine-tooth laser. I'm The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Neo Cal, your other host. And this week on the Laser Comb Podcast, we are carrying on with our Sci-Fi Originals Month as voted on by our patrons over at patreon.com slash lasercomb. And we are talking about the 47th episode overall of a little show called Haven. Uh, this episode is called Crush. It originally aired on November 1st, 2013. Haven is a TV show, sci-fi original, obviously. A TV show that ran from 2010 to 2015. It stars Emily Rose, who fans of certain uh, games involving a uh, dude named Nathan Drake might recognize as the voice and performance capture and likeness of the uh, character in those games, uh, Elena. I did not realize. Yeah. Emily Rose plays a character named Audrey Parker, who's an FBI agent who goes to this little town called Haven, in Maine called Haven, where weird stuff's happening. Town is afflicted with things called the quote unquote, the troubles, which are kind of just nebulous supernatural events that keep happening. Uh, Audrey Parker feels very drawn to this town. She doesn't really know why. She also has trouble like remembering her past, anything before like her adult life, essentially. She doesn't remember her childhood. And as the show goes as the show goes on, you start finding out more and more that she is actually has a very uh direct connection to this weird little town and the troubles that are going on. Hmm. Now, I watched the the first season of Haven back in the day, as it was originally airing back in 2010, but then I kind of fell off the show. Okay, okay. Uh, so, I going into this, I was a little familiar with uh, at least the, the early days of the series, but this episode is a fourth season episode, and a whole lot apparently has happened between seasons one and seasons four. So much so that I had to do a little bit of research to figure out what was going on. Like, why is Audrey being called Lexi in this uh, in this episode? Whereas I didn't look into anything because I've never <laughs> heard of this show before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this show is based on a uh, Stephen King book uh, called The Colorado Kid. It's apparently quite loosely based on it from, from what I could tell. Mm. So... We got we got Audrey in this uh, episode. Lawnmower Man situation. <laughs> Probably not as egregious as that because King didn't remove his name from this series, but <laughs> right, right. So it still gets his uh, seal of approval. 
he he's still willing to cash that check. Yeah. Damn yeah. it, a paycheck's a paycheck. <laughs> not in the and case feel... of lawnmower man, apparently though. And uh, yeah, not there. And um, speaking of a paycheck is a paycheck. Uh, that's how I kind of feel about the the acting levels of the the show here. I'm getting a lot of um, uh, what was that channel with a lot of like young like adult like drama shows with like no budget uh cw i'm getting cw vibes here a lot of cw vibes Uh, yeah i i I can see that this episode is um i didn't remember the show being this melodramatic like there are straight up (laughs) scenes where i'm like where I was just like face, like face palming, like repeatedly. I'm like, oh god, this is so like melodramatic and like soapy. Uh, I would list a couple of them, but the there you go, melodramatic and soapy. Yeah, that's the, that's the great summary for the for Haven. Um, there's so much like, oh man, it's serialized and also episodic. And when you run into shows like that, they need to introduce a conflict, yep. further the greater plot, and fix that conflict in the same episode. Ooh. Conflict of this episode's pretty fucking boring, my dude. Right. So the um so this yeah, like you said, this show is uh both episodic and has an overall like meta meta narrative going on. And it, it the show's kind of trying to have it both ways. Like it, it's doing a monster of the week type thing, but it also has like a persistent storyline going on. Um, and I'm fine with that. Stargate I, I, is like that. I, I was gonna say Stargate is like that, uh, especially uh, uh, later seasons of like SG One and Atlantis. Like they're very much like that, and they do that quite well. Um, maybe maybe this is just a bad episode of the show. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, the funny be- thing is, I don't even think that the trouble that happens in this episode is necessarily boring. I just think it's written very boring. Boring. Uh, the um, trouble that occurs yeah. in this episode is, uh, in my opinion, quite stupid and boring. We call it the 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 pressure brothers. <laughs> and no, it's not a pressure washing service in Haven. Something happens at the beginning of the episode that uh, really confused me. So we see um, Eric Balfour. I can't. I don't know what his character's name is, but that's the name of the actor. He's uh, apparently has murdered his brother and is burying his body. This guy behind me in the video portion. Um, he, yeah, coincidentally, yeah. one of the better actors. He, he was <laughs> better. Uh, uh, he's pretty decent. He was actually in a lot of genre TV at this time. I don't really know what happened to him because I haven't seen him. Hair. I haven't seen him in a long, a fellow in man in a long with time. Long hair, curly hair. I dig his hair. <laughs> but when yeah, I'm I was a... like, "Oh, I like this guy," and then I didn't like anyone else. <laughs> One of my exes was, uh, or the person who I was with actually, while I watched the first season of the show, was really into Eric Balfour, and I was really into Emily Rose. So it was like just eye candy for both of us watching the there, show. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. He he apparently has murdered his Eric Balfour has murdered his brother and I don't really know As why. One does. Yeah, I don't really know why. He's burying his body. Um the main 
so the the name of the as I mentioned, the name of the episode is Crush, and the reason why is because the troubles that are affecting Haven in on this week's episode involve uh, a couple of dudes who essentially have the uh, create fields around them of such like pressure that it's like being at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, so and then uh, atmospheric pressures can go up to like hundreds. Uh, yeah. But in the case of the second brother in the second part of the episode, like 10, like thousands yeah. of, of PSI. And so they, um, they, they get around this by putting on deep sea diving suits. Cause like things are literally like people's heads are exploding. Like objects are being crushed. Being things under like pressure, um, uh, a negative, uh, like for example, the reason balls stay inflated is because, um, uh, they're they're like pressurized, right? It's the opposite of this, right? So things are getting caved in, lungs yeah. are collapsing, uh, car windows are being like smashed in. Um, yeah. There was one continuity thing that I enjoyed. Back when the trouble first appeared, uh, I noticed one of the cars, the windows smashed outwards. And I'm like, if it was a pressure phenomenon, the windows would smash inwards. Yeah. And then later in the show, they're like, all the cars nearby their windows smashed inwards except this one so this is where the trouble must have originated because the wind glass was shattered outwards. Okay, and i'm like yeah, yeah. hey okay because i was like haha i caught something wrong but no so that felt rewarding catching that like little tidbit and being like oh right hey it's like a video game where it's like a you're playing sherlock holmes or like a mystery game and you actually catch one of the things before the characters explain it to the player or the viewer and i was like yeah that's my takeaway <laughs> from this episode y yeah yeah I, I noticed which way went broken window go uh too bad they um I, I mentioned they wear to to resolve all of this uh bullshit they end up putting on deep sea diving suits uh too bad they didn't take that into consideration when they're walking around in the deep sea diving suits and strolling casually just walking through the through street the town, by the way, with like these corded oxygen, um... the, the pressure is supposed to be so severe that it's like being at the bottom of the ocean. But you see these people in these deep sea diving suits just casually walking through the streets. They wouldn't be able to just walk normally. They would be like essentially like you're like underwater. You wouldn't be able to move very quickly. So uh... I guess that's true. But in the medium of air, it's more pressurized, but also this is a low budget like show but the conflict that happens once they eventually do that like uh christopher siege said they're walking through um <clears throat> excuse me they're walking through just the town to get to one of the brothers yeah who has this phenomenon coming off of him right and um his phone doesn't even work because he's trying to talk to his brother and they're like don't move and anyone going near this field uh will die yeah the lungs will collapse and the pressure is so immense they they die um but yeah so the, the this pressure is uh, apparently so severe that it's crushing everything around them but when they wear these deep sea diving suits they feel no resistance as they're moving that doesn't seem realistic to me <laughs> well, it's not that they would feel a ton of resistance necessarily but you'd have to even if they moved 
in a wonky way or whatever that it wouldn't have made the scene better because there's the mini conflict that happens when they're going to try to talk to this guy apparently just breathing really slow is how you fucking fix this but it's uh, like that weird shit in uh avengers uh age of ultron where like to calm down the hulk black widow was like singing him lullabies or something like that like fucking weird plot element which they actually acknowledge like how dumb that was in that new she-hulk show that just came Uh, out (laughs) clips of it were so cringe i i don't know if i can bring myself to to watch it oh she-hulk i I watched the first episode i i quite enjoyed it oh okay okay (laughs) um but uh what the heck was i saying oh the mini conflict in that like the bigger conflict is one of the people in the suits because you need three of them. Yeah, apparently. apparently. Um, their line breaks and gets snagged because they're just walking through town. They have like yeah. hundreds of meters of this uh, this air supply hose. Wouldn't they be a little bit more hardy than just getting snagged on a bench and ripping? You think? Now here's where it gets iffy. When you're underwater. And your line breaks, water gets in line, they can't provide oxygen, right? They're not right. underwater. The pressure is so immense outwards, it would force air into the line. But in the show, it shows air going and escaping the line. Yeah, yeah. But that's, it would that, force that, air. That's not how and physics so, works. <laughs> and so in the hose, if it's breaking, it's showing him going, <gasps> And they're like, don't take your helmet off. I know, I know you want to, but like, you know, like the pressure is gonna like freaking kill you and like cave, cave yeah, in your yeah. skull. Like, come on, man, uh, you go talk to him. I'll take him and leave the phenomenon radius, leave the trouble radius, right? And I'm like, it would be pressurizing the inside of his suit through the the tube. Yeah. The way to fix that would be to duct tape the just duct tape the or like hold the 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 hose. Yeah. So it doesn't force more and it wouldn't be perfect, but it's not a matter of not getting oxygen, <laughs> whatever. It's, so, I had a big gripe with that little thing. I was like, come on guys, that's not how. So, so you had a big, uh, so essentially we both had gripes about like the same scene for different reasons, uh, but it's both like relating to like the physics of it essentially, but just yeah. different, different things. Yeah. They're, so they're we both, we both, ways. so the big takeaway here, folks, is that the, uh, this entire scene is really dumb and doesn't pass the refrigerator test. Which, uh, to just to, re- I, I've explained what the refrigerator test is before, but the refrigerator. Yeah, I remember it, yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, to give uh, people a refresher, the refrigerator test is when you're watching a show and you're like, oh, okay, but then you get up and like go to the go to the refrigerator to like get a snack or get a drink or whatever, and you start like thinking about it, and like immediately like the things you start being like hey this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense wait a second (laughs) yeah if you're given any amount of time to like think about something and it doesn't make any sense you're probably right yeah yeah yeah. Um, so that that that's uh that's what i mean when i say it doesn't pass the refrigerator test oh boy this uh this the central conflict of this episode doesn't um so that's the central conflict and we just jumped to like the 40 minute (laughs) Mark, but um, let us talk about the, there, the B plot, the the um, sorry, the the serialized 
story that seems to be progressing here. So I, I mentioned Audrey Parker going by uh, the name Lexi in this episode, yeah. and uh, it, it seems like she has a different personality. So I had to do some research about this because I was like, what the hell is going on? So we're going to explain it to, to you, and I'm going to explain it to listeners uh, who maybe haven't watched all of the show, why she's this character is being known as Lexi. So the reason why she can't remember anything prior to her adult life is she's actually from Haven and is like a century old. Um, she is okay. the she is the person who created the troubles originally, and her punishment for that was every twenty seven years her personality she doesn't age, but every twenty seven years her personality like completely resets. And personality her memories are also. And and her her memories are gone. Her personality she becomes a completely different person. So that's that's what's happened here. And so every twenty seven years she's compelled when she's about to have her personality reset. She's compelled to go back to Haven. Oh, interesting. And Even she's compelled. She know why she's compelled to go back as sort of like a penance to like try and fix all of the harm that she's caused in her various lifetimes wild yeah so that's why she's going by lexi uh so that that's part of the the overall like narrative of this show um there's this thing with a uh a horseshoe crab with human eyes that some chick keeps seeing creep yeah the chick that um ponytail guy's trying to he's trying to make a clean break after he killed his brother not because he's ashamed of killing his brother right but he's he's done like uh, he mentions to the 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 short haired chick who seems to be living with them lives on yeah. his barge. Um, of course, because this of course this guy's a dude that lives in a barge. Um, of course, I mean it is a it is Maine. <laughs> yeah, and, it's a fishing um, town. He's like, hey, go get your stuff. I'm I'm out of here. I'm tired of being the guy that like the the, the nice guy that gets taken advantage of all the time. I'm I'm out of here. It's I can't do this anymore. Right. And there's probably something in the background. Um because Audrey, Lexi, um there's some complications there that I'm not quite aware of but kind of followed through the episode. And um he wants to leave. Yeah. But so that's the um uh episodic nature of this episode. Ponytail guy after killing his brother is like fuck i had to do it he was like crazy and he was attacking me and i'm just gonna get my stuff say my goodbyes and leave yada 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 has a change of heart um he punches this guy a handsome model dude yeah one of the one of the guys who had was afflicted with the troubles in this episode and um one of the brothers that's right yeah one of the the pressure bros um um, they get in a little scuffle that doesn't seem believable at all. It's the des- you can destitute see it plumber brothers. <laughs> but my partner was like, man, I kind of just want to watch the live action parts of destitute plumber brothers. And I'm like, right. <laughs> um, anybody that's wondering what the hell we're talking about, we're talking about the Super Mario Super Show. Yeah, which we, we covered uh, back in December of 2021 on this an episode of this podcast. And there's a forgettable cartoon element uh, with the intro and uh, like book, book introed and bookended by um, 
uh, by, like a live action segment by live action segments i think we act we hated the cartoon so much uh, if i remember correctly we, we didn't just even talk about it we we didn't we just covered the live action bits it's it's bad it's so bad <laughs> the live action bits are a joy these two like older like dudes just like struggling to like make ends meet destitute plumber brothers <laughs> and uh but the destitute they're not destitute they're not plumbers, um, but we find out these two brothers uh, that were pressurized. They got handprints. Ooh, they got the evil black mark of some sort of person that's giving people or group of people that's giving people troubles. And Lexi's the only one that can see these mysterious handprints. Which ties into the fact that she's actually the person who like lifetime many lifetimes ago uh started uh, all this bullshit created all of these uh created all of these problems uh under her original name which was mara per the uh haven main dot fandom dot com wiki oh. there's and, a wiki uh, for everything out there i tell you the people that don't die from being too close to this pressurized event um there's two old guys i'm not sure what their role is in the show other than just being wacky and old, but um, they seem um, to be like the lore keepers, or they they know the history of Haven. If I remember correctly, they're I think they run the newspaper, the town newspaper, uh, and they're they... and they're also like kind of like ghost hunters, essentially relating to things, um, re relating to the troubles. One of them is played by Mister Leahy from Trailer Park Boys. Absolutely, may he, may he rest in peace. And uh, rip in peace, Mister Leahy. <laughs> And uh, these two guys, they find out that they're they're acting a little funny and they're sick. Uh, basically, they they have the bends, um, nitrogen, um, in your bloodstream. Yeah. Um, and it can kill you. It's what happens when um, divers uh, surface too quickly. Yeah. And uh, just so happens that there's a pressurized. Um, they have one of those depressurization tanks to slowly bring somebody's um pressure down to surface level so that they can expel the nitrogen or something like properly which i buy i mean this is a hard no, that town. part was yeah realistic yeah <laughs> i was like yeah i'm fine with that um and indeed um good looking uh pressure brother uh when they find out hey you're the one causing this my dude they put him in there for safekeeping and they find out that um through doing like diver breathing exercises. Right. Which seems to just be going and like breathing slowly and like so essentially so, esen so essentially they're sending them to Lama's class. <laughs> it's important that you learn it too, not just your wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, one of them uh, does have a, one of the brothers actually does have a newborn baby too that they talk about. And indeed, when he's in the pressure tank, he's like, "You know what? My family line, we don't carry like the troubles. Like this can't be happening." Yeah. And they're like, "Deal with it, homie." And he's like, "Well, you know what? At least I'm not gonna have kids. Um, my family name will live on with my brother. My brother. There's an exposition dump." When he's yep. in the pressure tank. There's a lot of those, by the way. <laughs> um, he's like, my brother just had a kid and he's going to pass on the family name and we'll be trouble free. 
dun 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 his brothers yeah, like that, woken up on a bench because they were both kidnapped it's not as a uh, uh, cut and dry there there's a rule in uh visual storytelling movies and tv show don't tell it's not as cut and dry and black and white as they make it out to be in like first year I, like screenwriting classes but it is a general rule this show completely like breaks that rule it just tells us everything tells you I, everything it tells it gives us everything in uh, exposition you're paying attention <laughs> in exposition dumps via dialogue and presumably that's for budgetary reasons i that's what i was thinking i mean the, and we find out that the like the the harbinger of doom is this the it, uh, the impending doom of this town is a friggin like horseshoe crab that i mentioned the friggin horseshoe, horseshoe crab. crab just chilling out with human eyes just chilling out no, I, yeah. when i saw the character sees it and she's like hey did you see that horseshoe crab and ponytail guy is like no and she's like it had human eyes and he's like sometimes they have barnacles on them and it looks like a face yeah. or like eyes when, or something. when i saw like, no it did when i saw this thing like i laughed out loud so i'm like it's a cg horse crab and it doesn't look menacing it's just no not a, even following this girl yeah for some reason but we find out from mr Leahy and his buddy that apparently this thing showing up is like a sign that like the end times are coming and lexi emily rose lexi and um uh model dude model dude is all like uh model tell- dude pressure bro yeah model dude pressure bro is telling lexi that uh he need he needs her to shoot him because that will end the troubles and mr Leahy and his buddy figure out that actually no that won't end the troubles. In fact, that or that's actually going to like bring about like the the apocalypse. Essentially, I was trying to pay attention. I don't remember. They're just like looking through old tomes and books, and they're like, "No, that'll bring about the yeah, apocalypse." Yeah. And I'm like, "I guess so." So we ended up, and this is where I actually oh, i i had tuned i tuned out of the like checked out of the episode like within like ten minutes uh, of watching this show, real, but. Real cool. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to say, so I ended up like quite literally wasting like 40 minutes of my life, like just not giving a shit about anything that's going on until like the last like three minutes when we start hearing about all this, this stuff, like what the, the horseshoe crab and like the end times coming and like all of that. Then I was like, oh, this is actually interesting. I Yeah. <laughs> anyway sorry you were gonna say and the funny thing is on paper or if you're listening to us talk about it right um on paper it's not interesting either like you must be listening to this and be like so what happened like some people went ah and held their ears maybe a couple people died and then like 45 minutes is up and i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) kind of (laughs) um there's a part where like one of the pressure bros is like oh we were kidnapped, me and my brother. Oh, you have to believe me. And because a cop is waking him up because he's sleeping on a bench. Like, right. uh, um, uh, and this police woman is like, yeah, 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 right. Get out of here. And he's like, what? You're a police officer. You're not going to like believe me. And she just thinks he's like a drunk sleeping it off out in a public bench. Right. Right. And she like goes to arrest him and he's like, what are you, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this? He's not like swearing at her. He's not being belligerent. He's just trying to be like, hey, lady, I was. I, I mean, if she wanted to be like, and clearly this this is what's happening. If she just wanted to be like a, a dink about it, she could arrest him for vagrancy. 
Yeah, but it's unclear what's happening here. And stress or, you know, your heart beating fast or anger or like whatever um, is what causes the pressure bros to make this phenomenon. Right. And uh, cop dies and lights implode, et cetera, et cetera. And we talked about it. They, But the way they resolve, the way they get these like deep sea diver like outfits, um, this guy ponytail guy is talking about leaving right yeah and they're trying to like stop him and um the good looking model like pressure bro is like hey man like blah 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 you can't just leave right now and ponytail guy like turns around takes a swing at him and like punches him and the guy touches his mouth and he's like bleeding and ponytail guy has some blood on his hand and the camera zooms into the blood on his knuckles right and he looks at him and he's like, you, you, you got, you lost your trouble. You don't have it anymore. How did that happen? And he's like, I don't care. And he goes to drive away. He comes back in 30 seconds with a giant van because the others are like, how are we going to help this brother, this pressure bro? He comes back in 30 seconds with like a deep sea diving van with the full rigs. And I'm like, and he's like, I'm here to help. And I'm like, so you had a change of heart, you contacted someone with all of this equipment, and you drove back in like a minute or three, even if there's yeah. like some like level of time jump, like just going from the like that conflict, oh, you know, guys just punch each other. That's how we sort it out. And it was so cheesy and CW feeling. And what did you say? Um, melodramatic and soapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is what made me go. <laughs> like uh, oof big oof and again why three people need to go wearing these deep sea things and going and talking to well and it brothers. ends up becoming rendered uh pretty pretty dubious like almost immediately because like the one as we were talking about earlier the one guy's like air hose like breaks and so the other guy has to like carry him to safety so it just ends up being uh like emily rose like going to talk to this guy anyway she could have just gone by herself yeah <laughs> i or just the bro his brother yeah or yeah yeah and she goes and she's like hey i know you're scared but you need to calm down and he's like but my family don't get troubles that's our thing and she's like remember your deep sea diving train by the way he's been like chilling out like on this bench for like an hour mm -hmm. who, who stays so like angry and scared and like nervous for like an hour like dude like chill out and she's like, remember your deep sea diving. And the phenomenal actor is like, Whew. and she's good like, thing, good thing I learned CQC from the boss. Good thing I learned CQC from the boss. All right. <laughs> Counterbalance the knife. <laughs> Stab. <laughs> Retract the blade. <laughs> Crab battle. Um, <laughs> Crab, kind of, yeah. And I, I wish there was a crab battle. I wish that that stupid CG horseshoe crab like like really <laughs> cheesy like a star trek the original series like dun, 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 like fighting like you know what it kind of reminds me of when we uh when we uh reviewed deep water black those like slug things that they were dealing with like i got the like the same vibe <laughs> Just yeah like a, a a creature that's kind of reacting to people but not really Some yeah little and, creature and we're we're supposed i we're supposed to think it's much more menacing than it actually is. Okay, that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's horseshoe crab. Kick it. 
Yeah. It, it, it's even the the girl who sees it. Um, uh, the one with shorter dark hair, I think. Um, she's driving in the middle of town, and she parks. She looks in her rearview mirror, and she sees that motherfucking crab like twenty feet behind her truck. Yeah. And I'm like, go and stomp it. And she gets <laughs> out of her truck, and it, and it's gone. And I'm like. I just imagine the thing like just leaping away and like flying very cheesily, like flying through the air, <laughs> very like, like superimposed, superimposed. Super and image. what they do is is they just shrink the image to make it disappear <laughs> in the distance rather than actually maneuvering it. It's like when we uh, uh, when we reviewed that episode of Stargate uh, of Stargate, and like I think it was the uh, the the prior of the Ori like did when the Jaffa were all like, no, we want you to leave. He did a thing with his staff and it was just like superimposed images of them being like shrunk into the, the JPEG off into the um, distance was just, they just grabbed the corner of the JPEG and like sh- shrunk it down to make it look <laughs> like they were disappearing, yeah. not even into the distance, like, like into orbit. Yeah. Into orbit. Of miles. <laughs> but that, that was better. I think they knew what they were doing. I think they were like, you know what? Don't spend any more time on that. It's great. <laughs> See, I like how we're thinking of like low budget ideas that are cheaper than what the show that we're reviewing right now, Haven, actually did. Yeah. Like, don't show the, the like when they're clearly like operating on a budget with this episode. I don't need a CG horse crab. Grab a real horse crab and put googly eyes on that motherfucker. <laughs> In fact, if they did put googly eyes on. It, that would that would be more amazing than what uh, the show actually delivered to us. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right. So what happens? Um, I guess this guy, ponytail guy, um, he resolves things, decides to stay, right? Yeah. And the pressure bros, um, even though they don't normally have a trouble, they're people giving people troubles. Yeah. And um, he decides to stay, resolves things, and they're like, oh. He he old, hooks old he hooks dudes. up with the uh, short haired <laughs> chick. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least uh, that chemistry there was believable. I'll give it's him that much. Th- there's this really like awful like melodramatic scene. Let like just omega level cringe oh. between Lexi and like yeah. the and uh, the model uh, plumber brother. Was... Pressure brother. You have to. And they're shirtless, by the way, for half of the episode. Oh, and at the very beginning, by the way, old scraggly haired man is like, you, huh, um, Ziggy says that, that you need to make her fall in love with you before you jump or before you leap. Right. <laughs> it's a little quantum <laughs> leap joke for you folks. Yeah. Um, and he's all like, these things take time, but the, it had opened up with them like being like hot and heavy. Yeah. So he's supposed to, I don't know what's going on timelines or something like that but he's so there there's to fall in love with her yeah so there there's this really like really cheesy and like melodramatic scene where uh emily rose and this uh pressure bro guy he's all like you have to kill me it'll end the troubles and she's like but i can't i just can't and he's like you must do it good and as he's like you can do it and think about it like holds uh, like grabs the gun and like puts it puts it in her hand and puts it to his chest and like caresses her hair it's oh my it's so fucking terrible i compared it to cw but like i think it's worse (laughs) it's yeah impression for you 
uh, it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> you comparing my show to CW? You looking at me? <laughs> Fuck. I just uh, audio listeners. I just realized the face I was making scrunched my face so hard I looked like Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's so corny it's just like you can do it and then the group and after obviously on their way on their way from doing this to stop them from doing this because this is uh when they figure out that like killing him will actually bring about the apocalypse and not prevent it and then there's just a gunshot heard and that's the end of the episode is like oh blah 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 like we, we need to stop audrey from killing pressure bro and they're like wait did you just call her audrey and he's like, don't worry about it. Anyways, let's go. And as they're bullshitting and arguing on the steps, instead of just stopping them, there's a gunshot. Yeah. The episode fit ends. Mercifully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually so... there's enough to like make fun of a show and rip it apart to have fun. All of the fun parts that we've introduced to this review are stuff we imagined. <laughs> Like there's no horse crab flying through the horse crab, um, <laughs> horseshoe fly, crab flying, flying through the air. Through the air, we we're just imagining things. Now. <laughs> we're rewriting the episode. We're re- yeah, we we do that sometimes. Um, something's usually exceptionally bad. You, you know, you you know what what I was kind of disappointed about is uh, Adam Copeland, better known as WWE star uh, Edge had a recurring episode on this show uh from seasons two all the way to the the end of the series and he was on a lot of episodes i was was very show edge was on the show in a lot of episodes i was very disappointed that we didn't land on an episode that had edge in it uh let's see let's see how many episodes was he in he appeared in 42 episodes of the show and like of all the episodes we landed on, we didn't land on one of those forty-two episodes. Just imagine him like running from like off-screen spear. My God! <laughs> yeah, it looks like he plays a cop. Oh, yeah, young Edge. Looking at a picture of him here, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah, this is definitely Edge from like ten years ago. He's oh, yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah, he's getting up there in age. I think he's in like his late forties now. Oh, he's like late forties. Yeah. So, and this was like a decade ago. So, this would have been, this would have been when he was around my age now, probably. Looking well, and here we significantly are not better. Being on sci-fi originals, <laughs> right? How many WWE championships have you won, good sir? And how many sci-fi originals have I been on? Right. Nobody will know. But I Until... have been on a Nickelodeon direct to TV movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've uh, mentioned that before. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is actually pretty cool. I've been on the news once. I've been on the news uh, for a lot. <laughs> I'm in the I, background, like, dressed like an assassin, drinking a beer. I, I appeared on the news because uh, I was stopped randomly and asked my opinion about the um, the royal family making a trip to canada and like the fact that it was costing canadian taxpayers like six million dollars a day for like the the 10 days that they were planning on being here and i was asked like what my opinion of that was and i basically just went off on this big like not rant but like i went off on this big thing about how like the british monarchy is pretty uh 
meaningless to modern Canadian society and like we shouldn't be footing the bill for that kind of thing and yada yada yada. I don't know. This was no. like five this was like five years ago. But uh yeah, I ended up on the my interview actually ended up on the news. <laughs> Rad. Yeah, I remember seeing a part of it and you being like, um, like they're they have more money than they could ever spend. So why are we paying for their stay here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why are we helping billionaires? Yeah. <laughs> why are we paying for billionaires stay? Yeah. What, what is them coming to visit? Like, what is that doing for us besides costing us money? Cause I don't know about you. I don't really give a shit about meeting the British Royal family <laughs> or not even meeting them, but I don't like give a shit about like seeing them in like a fucking parade or something. I'm like seeing them from 200 feet away. Like maybe look in my direction. I don't, yeah, I can only no. name like three of them. It's like the Queen, Prince Harry, Prince William. I think is his brother's yeah. name. Their dad is Prince Charles. I remember Princess Diana like dying and, in that car crash like twenty five yeah. years ago. But that's about it. Anyway, uh, to to get back to Haven, um, Cal, no you royal just, family here. <laughs> uh, Cal, you just. Uh, I, I'm sure I already know the answer, but you just caught a random episode of Haven. Would you would you tune in again? Man, it, I wouldn't even have tuned in for this whole episode. <laughs> um, I stuck with it because, and I will tell you why, I'm a fan of like SCP Foundation. Yeah. Right? Secure, contain, protect. I'm a fan of um, Stalker, Shadows of Chernobyl, right? Yeah. Like paranormal things in small town um there's a tv show called jericho right like weird x files like I'm, I'm a fan of these weird things and troubles popping up so like on paper the premise of the show hell yeah i'm all for it there was not a single five minute chunk of this entire episode that would make me continue watching the the rest of the episode yeah like if um... i tuned in for five minutes I would immediately switch the channel. Definitely I, not tuning in next week. I, I, I got to be honest. I actually, uh, while I was watching it, I paused it and went and did other things like three times during the episode. I just, just was, so you didn't, I was so like, like, I just was so un, uninvested in it. I, I watched from the beginning to end. I had the subtitles. I paid attention like a good boy. Um, I, nothing, man. There's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I'm with you for me. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, 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 like I said, back in the day, uh, back in 2010, I watched with my uh, partner at the time. I watched the first season, liked the show well enough. Um, Ponytail guy's hot. Yeah. And he owns a boat, but I, um, I guess that's my positive <laughs> review of the episode. <laughs> uh, Audrey is also hot. So, um, Maybe that's why I was able to get through the first season of the show back in the day. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I don't intend to ever watch any any more of this ever again. And uh, if you're listening to this and it's your favorite show, um, one, don't don't lie. Don't pretend <laughs> it's your favorite show. But no, no, if you if you genuinely do like it, um, tell us why. Yeah. Right. Because we watch one episode. Yeah. We're not the arbiters of the entire show, but tell us why. Tell us what happens. Feel free to spoil it. Yeah, we're, we're not going to watch it anyway. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, that was uh, episode 45. 
Blazer Cone Podcast. Uh, if you want to pick a show for us to review a random episode of, you can do that at patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, single $5 tier gets you that, gets you preamble audio of this and all the other shows we do. Uh, commentary tracks, our news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight, and uh, you get to vote on polls for things. And uh, yeah, go check that out. Patreon.com yeah, slash like, uh, The poll Lasercomb. for the theme of next month for example yeah which is uh, uh has been settled upon um i kind of had a uh uh mental moment where i thought this was actually going to be the the last week of sci-fi originals month I and then check i my calendar when you're like there's another week left and then and i realized like... there's still another week in august and i'm like oh okay so we are going to do another show sci-fi original then <laughs> all right but yeah september is uh educational shows and i think we're going to be starting off with uh where 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 on earth is Carmen San Diego? Not the not the game show on PBS, but it was a Fox Kids animated series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game shows. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. Want to get in in on that? Patreon.com/slash/lasercomb. You can follow me on Twitter at lasercomb, spelled the same way. Cal, you are at. Uh, I'm at NeoCal. N e o underscore k a l on Twitter. Uh, we're gonna. We're going to be back next week to cap off our Sci-Fi Originals Month because, as I just mentioned, we kind of re- we realized today that, oh, there is actually still another week in August. It's not uh, the 28th? Weird. Right? Uh, so what we are going to be talking about is Stargate Universe. Because why not? It came down between that and Eureka, and Cal was just like, eh, we already talked about SG-1 in Atlantis, so why not? Yeah. And I'm like... Fair enough. So let's do it. And I've never seen any of it. Uh, this is the only um, Stargate that I've seen none of. So uh, I was not a po- know it existed. <laughs> was not a popular show upon release. Let me tell you, I, I enjoyed it, but it. When did it release? I uh, ran from twenty uh, two thousand nine to two thousand eleven. It, it premiered after uh, Atlantis was canceled. Oh, which is another reason why a lot of people hated. Um, hated Stargate universe was, and I'll talk about this more next week, but a lot of fans like were like, Oh, they just canceled Atlantis so they could make this crappy show. And it's like, no, they were ending Atlantis anyway, and just decided to go a different way with the franchise. But again, I'll talk about that more next week. Uh, going to hit screen share, go to the old trusty random number generator. Uh, I already know off the top of my head that there are 40 episodes of Stargate universe. So, one random numbers between 140 and here we go where it stops on 19 that is uh the penultimate up ep- oh for christ's sake <laughs> that is this the is pen- a, a theme here this is the penultimate episode of season one incursion part one <laughs> all right well of season one yeah incursion part one so all right that's uh that's what we're watching i guess and hitting st- Turning off screen share. So yeah, we'll be back uh, Not next week. By Speedweed. Oh yeah, we forgot to, to we bring mention? up. Forgot to bring up old Speedweed. We yeah, did. this episode of Haven was written by a dude named Speedweed. That's all. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we'll be back next week with episode forty-six of the Laser Cone Podcast. And until then, I've been one of your hosts, the Siege, and I'm NeoCal. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll bore you to tears next week. Take